This podcast is brought to you by MonthlyChallenge.fit. It's like Weight Watchers better help and the biggest loser had a baby. Check it out, MonthlyChallenge.fit. Today on episode number 273 of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, which you can find at LogicalLoss.com slash 273, it's not an excuse, but uh, there is a reason why it's harder to lose weight than it used to be. Welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, where we take a no-nonsense approach to weight loss. We left our excuses in the past, and we've forgiven ourselves for abusing the gift that is our bodies. From this point forward, our health is more important. We will stay focused. We will stay determined. We will sacrifice now knowing that it's not going to be easy so that we can live a better tomorrow. We understand that weight loss is a marathon, not a sprint. It's about making lifestyle changes and that the only person who can stop you is you. You know where you are now and you know where you want to be. The new you begins today. Let's go. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it thin. I want to try it thin. But I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to do to die it thin. Not till you lie. All right, welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Jackson, from the school of podcasting.com. If you're new to the show, where you been? Look, I'm glad you're here. It's awesome. But here's the deal. You got to know this up front. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a trainer. I'm just a person like you, maybe in the basement, trying to lose some weight. And uh, what I do is I go out and uh, I'm always reading about weight loss, things of that nature, and sharing some of my experiences and um, over the last couple of years, I've gained, lost, gained, lost, gained, lost. And right now you're catching me when I'm losing. And I'm doing that because I gave up any kind of, you know, Coke, Pepsi, Mountain Dew was my uh, my uh, vice. I'm not eating fast food. I'm eating stuff that I cook. In fact, uh, when I get done recording this tonight, it's about 7.30 on a Sunday night. I'm going to go home and cook a bunch of stuff for me to eat during the week. I bought a bunch of vegetables today. I bought a bunch of fruit. So I'm eating food. And I am not really exercising a whole lot more. And I've already dropped, let's see, uh, if I go out my total, I'm up to 15 pounds. Now, from the last time we recorded to now, I've lost about um, a pound and a half. Looks like I was at 210.2. And I'm at, um, it says right here, 1.6. I have, uh, I'm down it to 208.6. And uh, we'll say last week I talked about the Fitbit Aria scale. And it's kind of weird because that thing has a wide, like I, I can step on it in the morning and have it give me four different readings. And I was actually getting ready to take it back. I thought this thing is not at all accurate. And I went and grabbed a five pound weight and stuck it on the scale. And I'll be doggone if it didn't say it was five pounds. And it did. So it, I think it has to do with where you place the scale. Even though my bathroom floor is flat, there's no carpet. So I didn't take it back, but I was definitely not happy the one day because it, it was like a four-pound difference. So that's uh, what's new, what's going on. Also want to let you know uh, today I found an article, and um, it was in The Atlantic, which I believe is a paper out of Georgia. And 
you know, one of the things that this podcast was supposed to be is I lost 20 pounds when I was in my 20s. And here I am now 50 doing the same thing, not really getting the same results. That was, of course, with me eating fast food and things like that. So I've changed my food and I'm losing weight now. But there are some reasons, but we got to make sure not to make these excuses. So um, here are some reasons why it's harder than it used to be to lose weight. And that is number one, we know this one, the older you get, the more muscle you lose. Doesn't that suck? And guess what? Not a thing you can do about it besides lift weight, do things like that. And I said in the last week, I've been doing more of this, and that is just body weight exercises. You know, there's all sorts of, uh, you know, push-ups, sit-ups, things like that. And I was telling you about the app just called Seven that I'm finding really, really cool. So, but here's the thing. Because even if you ate the same thing you did 10 years ago, and, you know, the same amount of calories, your muscles deteriorate, and, of course, those burn calories. So the furnace that burns calories is getting smaller. All right. Now, here's the one that I was looking into this and was like, holy cow. We are eating a lot more chemicals than we did in 1988. So a new study examined the dietary data of 36,400 Americans between 1971 and 2008 and the physical activity uh, data of 14,419 people between 1988 and 2006. So, you know, a different span of time here. So they grouped the data sets together by the amount of food and activity, the age and the BMI of the people. Uh, and they basically it would be a given person in 2006 that ate the same amount of calories, taking in the same quantities of macronutrients like protein and fat, and exercising the same amount as a person of the same age did in 1988. So are you with me so far? If we take somebody that is pretty much just like the same person in 2000, um, uh, that if you, okay, back up. If we take somebody in 1988 and somebody in 2006, and basically it's the same person, okay, the person in 2006 would have a BMI that was about 2.3 points higher. In other words, people today are about 10% heavier than the people were in the 1980s, which I find it hard to believe because we had at least 10 pounds of hair. But okay, you would think just losing the hair, we would lose weight and the hairspray and the bandanas, but no. So even if they follow the exact same diet and the same exercise plan, they're going to be 10% heavier. And one of the reasons are, we are eating more chemicals in our food, including pesticides, flame retardants, mm, just like mom used to make. Fix me up some flame retardants and other things that are basically they're messing with our hormones. And so and the more I read into this, what it is basically is, well, we'll get to that in a second. Let me get to reason number three. So reason number one, you're losing muscle. Get used to it. Get to the gym. Start doing something. Number two. We're eating a whole lot more chemicals. Number three, we are eating antidepressants like they're M&Ms. I know, and, and I'm not shaming anybody. I'm just saying when I was growing up, either A, mother's little helper was on the down low, but everybody I know now is popping some sort of psychotic or antipsychotic or what, you know what I mean? We're all on some sort of pill 
to alter our mood. And I'm just saying that's a fact. Either A, nobody talked about it when I was growing up, or B, a lot more people are doing it. And so here's the fun thing, right? So it says prescription drugs has risen since the 1970s and the 80s. The other thing, if you think about this, back in the 70s and the 80s, I didn't see those ridiculous commercials. My favorite one now is about the sleeping drug where sleep is trying to climb up in the bed. And one of the side effects is people have been known to like drive and not remember it. Like you just wake up the next day, you're like, whoa, how'd I get to work? And that's a serious side effect. But I don't remember, you know, any commercials in the 70s and 80s going, ask your doctor if blah, blah, blah is good for you, followed by 45 seconds of, you know, um, you may get explosive diarrhea and grow a third nipple uh, tacked on to these side effects. It's ridiculous. So, but here's the thing. Another re- another report has linked, you know, basically Mother's Little Helper, going back to the old Rolling Stones song, has been linked to weight gain. Anybody else see the, the Catch-22 here? Because if you gain some weight, you're going to get depressed. And what do you do? You, you take some sort of drug, which uh, is linked to gaining weight. Sounds great, doesn't it? Hey, why isn't it? Because the drug company wins in the end. You end up buying their pill. It's like... Uh, High fructose corn syrup. Why not put it in food? Why? Because it stops you from thinking you're full, which means you eat more food. So, yeah, so you're depressed, so the doctor prescribes pills that make you gain weight. Nice. So here are some cold facts. Between 1971 and 2008, BMI, total, I hate this word, caloric intake and carbohydrate intake increased 10 to 14%. And fat and protein intake decreased 5.9% between 1988 and 2006. Frequency of leisure time physical activity increased 47% to 120%. Leisure time physical activity. I'm not quite sure what that was, but I don't know. It doesn't sound good. Frequency of leisure time physical activity. I don't know. It just it means to me it sounds like we're getting sedentary maybe, or, or maybe we're not. But those are the things, right? We're, we're losing muscle, we're eating chemicals, and we're, we're taking happy pills that make us fat, which then makes us depressed, which makes us eat more happy pills. Yeah. So here's the thing. As I, as I did some research on this, and again, first of all, I'm not a doctor. This is just Dave getting information off the internet. We all know. The internet is not always true, but it says basically our guts. And what I mean, like if you could hold your stump, that the gut is out of whack. We are digesting. Oh, I love big, long words. Endocrine disrupting chemicals, better known as EDCs. So in a nutshell, these are hormones. Um, they're, they're hormone disrupting chemicals. This EDC, endocrine, endocrine disrupting chemicals. They disrupt are hormones. And according to a story by Rodale Wellness, there are about 900 identified hormone-disrupting chemicals on the market, and they are commonly found in food packaging, plastics. That makes me worried because half the stuff, all these vegetables I'm eating, I'm steaming them in plastic, which I've heard is not great. Pesticides, 
cosmetics, detergents, home and lawn care products, industrial pollutants, and other places. So studies in the U.S. find more than 100 hormone disruptors in umbilical cord blood samples that fetuses and neonates are regularly exposed to. So in other words, our babies are getting born with EDCs in them. That's kind of weird. And the endocrine system, it consists of glands located throughout the bodies whose job is to manufacture hormones that are released into your bloodstream or the fluid or the surrounding cells. And these chemicals in a nutshell are basically out of whack because of all this chemicals that we're eating. And sometimes we end up taking hormones then that make our body overcompensate. And in the end, everything just, well, it just turns to crap. So we're eating frankenfood in a nutshell. And we've all kind of known it. And the way they get away with this is, well, just a little bit, just a little bit isn't going to hurt you. Well, yeah, but it's a little bit over time. And so, again, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a trainer. I'm just a guy that, as I look on my website, I'm down 15 pounds. So how did I do that? I quit eating crap. I ate a huge breakfast. I eat um, two eggs, uh, two cups of vegetables, um, a third of a cup of some sort of starch like wild rice, and half a fruit. And by the time I'm done eating that, I'm full. And I'm trying to eat less and less calories during the evening, which for the record, I used to not have time for breakfast, so I had to get up earlier. I would rush and get something on my lunch, and then I would get home and pig out. So I swap where my calories are. And so I'm also drinking boatloads of water, which is how I get my exercise in because I'm going to the bathroom enormous amounts of time during a day. And so I'm eating more vegetables, grape tomatoes. I'm big into grape tomatoes mainly because you don't have to refrigerate them. That's even cooler. And so the one thing that's really helping me now is I was never able to be consistent in the past. And I'm not perfect by any means, but I'm doing things like it's Sunday night. It's time to, you know, clean up around the house a little bit, do my laundry and cook while I'm watching the football game. It's just a new thing I'm doing now. So how am I being more consistent? Well, it takes longer to eat in the morning now because I got more food. So I get up earlier. I plan the night before and sometimes the week before And I also purchased a cooler. So if I am traveling, because I do travel a lot for my job, I have my food with me. If I'm stranded away from food, I look for the grocery store, not a fast food joint. And again, I'm not 100%, but because I'm eating food and not fast food, not, you know, not the Baconator. You know, I haven't had bacon in a long time. And I'm, I'm cutting out food that is more chemically, you know, and, and I'm, I'm, they have nutrition now. And so I'm heading towards my goal, slowing down a little bit. I was losing like two to three pounds a week. I'm down 1.6, but that's all right. But, you know, I wasn't always thrilled eating the third Egg McMuffin of the week when I was in a hurry. And so I, I do know now that when I step on the scale and it goes down, even just a little bit, it, it's worth it. And I've said this before, my friend, the uh, just big muscle builder guy says, it's the food. When people scream on the biggest loser, oh my gosh, I don't know what happened. It's the food. 
So the minute I cut the crap out of my life, my weight started going down. It's really, again, it's not easy, but it is that simple. It's the food and it just takes time. And I went out and bought a bunch of containers because when I, when I cook a week's worth of food, I got to put it in something. So I went out and bought some containers. So that's what I'm up to at uh, this point. And so the other thing that's going on in my life is stress. Um, having some some marital issues at the moment. Nothing, uh, nobody's getting beat, nobody's cheating, things like that. But, uh, you know, marriages go through ups and downs, right? And so I uh, mentioned the app Headspace, that if you want to get into deep breathing exercises, I'm amazed at how that actually works. But just deep breathing for five minutes. In fact, let's do this right now. Check this out, all right? If you're in the car, don't close your eyes. If you're not in the car, you might want to close your eyes. You don't have to, but just do this. Just just take a deep breath. And now exhale. And now do another one. Can you kind of feel in your body like, wow, I don't do that enough. And it just, it feels, if you do that for five minutes, you definitely chill out. Something else you can do. Walk for 25 minutes. Today I had, or last, it was it yesterday. I just had cravings out the yin-yang. And I got up and walked around, put on a podcast, and was, uh, you know, distracted myself from the cravings. And then as I was walking, I was drinking water. A lot of times you're not hungry, you're thirsty, or you're dehydrated. The other thing I've been sucking at, uh, hence the marital issues here, um, getting enough sleep. So, and for the record, here's something. If you want to have a better marriage, um, don't bring up really important subjects right before you go to bed because you're tired. That's just not a good idea. Um, some other things for relieving stress, uh, just stretching for five minutes. You know, just who doesn't love, you know, just sticking your hands, mm, ah, you know, that always feels good. Um, if you can practice good posture, that will help uh, relieve stress. And just practice proper meal timing and, you know, get your portions under control. Those are some things um, that you can do. Now, how do you know if you're stressed? Well, are you constipated? Do you have cold hands and feet? I never heard of that one. Um, Bloating, cravings, belly fat, fluid retention, no libido. That means, um, well, we know what that means. Uh, Headaches, fatigue, irritable, depression, and insomnia. So if you think you're depressed, get some help, find somebody about it, see if you can do something. You know, for me, I might get on the, get on the treadmill because unfortunately, if you go to a psychiatrist, what are they going to do? Yeah. They're going to give you mother's little helper. And sometimes maybe you need that. You know, again, I'm not looking down on people who take antidepressants, just realize you know, there are other ways that you might be able to handle that. So, again, uh, in the event that's you, I'm, I'm not looking down at you. I'm just saying if, if there's a way you can get yourself off those things and exercise and take that time, that might be a better approach. I do want to read an email from uh, Jim Brasic. He says, uh, hey, Dave, I want to let you know. Last week I was talking about how somebody sent me that email uh, and they were not really crazy about my show. I'm like, that's that's fine. You know, I, and I was saying, you know, sometimes your friends aren't really long-term 
it's sad to say, but if your friends are leading you in the wrong direction, they're not really your friends. And so Jim was saying, hey, I know that that person said they didn't really like the app and gadget stuff. Um, Jim says, I love the apps and gadget reviews. He says, I'm a gadget geek and I am your target demo for sure. So Jim, thank you so much. He says, I got the new Fitbit Surge after I won some money on diet bet. Um, we did a diet bet in the past. Maybe we'll set one up. I'll, I'll set one up over this week. We'll kick it off next week. Uh, if you go out to School of Podcast, School of Podcasting, LogicalLoss.com slash newsletter. I think that'll get you to our newsletter. I'll definitely announce it there, and I'll announce it here next week. And um, he says, I love competition as a motivation. That works for some people. doesn't work for everybody. Winning money helps, too. My winnings went to get me something I can use to motivate me more, which is his Fitbit Surge. And uh, I haven't heard you mention diet bet. It's been a couple years, really. So uh, maybe we'll set one of those up. That's one of those where you put your money where your mouth is. Um, I've been using, Jim, if you want to check um, another app that I've used in the past, I still use it, it's just called Pact, P-A-C-T. And what it does is, since you have a Fitbit, uh, if you do 10,000 steps a day, it gives you a thumbs up. But you can also go in and via the GPS on your phone, it can tell if you're in the gym. And so as you're walking in, you say, all right, going into the gym, and it starts a timer. And if you leave, I think it's 20 or 30 minutes after that, you say, I'm done. It counts that as a workout. And, like, I have it set up that I will reach my goals three times a week. I need to change that to four. Or for every day that I miss, so let's say I have four days and I miss them all, I pay 20 bucks to to pack and then where does that money go? It goes to all the people who met their packs. So like every week I make like 68 cents. It's nothing huge. I think over the uh, the time that I've used this, right now I've earned uh, $10.11 as I look at this. Um, let me see here. Yeah, it's um, it's currently set to... Yeah, your balance must be at least $10 before you can withdraw. Otherwise, you'll be paying out the wazoo for PayPal fees. So I could technically withdraw all that money, but I could have sworn there was somebody here, someplace where I could see the total amount that I've uh, earned. It's been like, you know, 10, 20. Well, I got 10 now, so probably closer to $40, something like that. But um, it's another app that will keep you going if you, uh, you know, because the, the, if I said it's $10. For every day I miss, that's potentially $40 a week. So if you're a motivating person, uh, that might be that. We had a, a whole bunch of uh, competitions going there for a while. So, uh, Jim, thank you for bringing that back up. Maybe we'll uh, set those up because, hey, you know what? And guess what? Uh, it's the uh, 12th as I re- as uh, you listen to this. That means Halloween's right around the corner. And we got the holidays coming up. Remember, the holidays are two days unless you're Jewish. Uh, but... Yeah, right. It's it's Thanksgiving is one day. Christmas is one day. New Year's Eve is one day. And we like to stretch that out to a season. And, you know, well, what was I supposed to do? You know, that whole nine yards. Yeah, I, I just got a thing. Hi, Dave Jackson. You did three healthy activities and earned 72 cents. Here's your pack rundown. So, yeah, I, I earned 72 cents on uh, my last pack. So, you know, but on the other hand, it's I don't want to lose that money. So keep that in mind. And uh, if you email me, Dave at LogicalLoss.com, uh, that will get right to me. And uh, Jim also was the guy that bought, he said, I bought the Kindle tablet, the Fitbit, and the Ultra Marathon book on Amazon 
through my links. So if you go out to LogicalLoss.com, um, that is how you do that, and I earn a small commission on that, and it's deeply appreciated. So thanks to everyone who's been going out. I see uh, so far this month somebody bought uh, Amazon Basics Apple Certified Lightning to USB Cable, and somebody else bought a uh, probably the same person bought a lipstick-sized external battery power pack for the iPhone 6, and somebody else bought Natural Juice Festive, which is fruits and vegetables in a capsule. So thanks so much for that, and uh, I deeply appreciate that. That's a way to uh, support the show. I did have somebody email me, and I'm so sorry. I want to say it was Janet. Was it Janet that said, hey, Dave, you should start a Patreon page. Have you heard of Patreon? It's a way back in the day of uh, Beethoven and all those guys. Have you ever seen the movie Amadeus? They basically had people that just paid them like their living expenses so they could go and basically write music. And so there's this website called Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, and you could basically say, you know, I will give you a buck every month, Dave, and if you give me whatever, $5 a month, then you get access to something else. And the, and I don't know. I've, I've um, I was thinking about it. I don't know. What are your thoughts? Would you like to see me start a Patreon page so you could support the show? I, I to me, I'm just like, hey, you know what? Amazon works for me uh, as long as people use that. Because in the end, I usually don't end up putting out too much money out of pocket. But there are those people like I don't like to shop online. Okay, so let me know, Dave at LogicalLoss.com. You can also call in your comments. It's eight 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 five six three three two two eight. So hope you're doing swell. Keep in mind, we are going into a dark part of October, and that is, of course, everywhere you turn around, it's going to be donuts, um, caramel apples, and lots and lots of chocolate. Holy cow. And just realize those aren't going to really help you achieve your goals. You can you can get by without that stuff. So hang in there and... Um, I will see you next week, hopefully down again. This has been like the fifth or sixth week I've been down. And um, I'm telling you, it's simple, right? Eat food and not crap. It's not easy. But anytime I really feel, you know, just tempted, I just get up and drink water, move around, do something to get myself distracted, and... I'm always happy and I'm proud when I step on that scale and it's moved in the right direction. So remember that, you know, hey, we can't change the way this story started, but uh, plenty of time to fix it now. And in the immortal words of Jillian Michaels, why are you choosing failure? And yeah, when you're eating the caramel apple, when you're eating the Big Mac and the Baconator, you're choosing, that's a bad choice. And so why are you choosing to fail when um, success, it's still an option. Take care. We'll see you next week with another episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. Take care and God bless. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. If you're listening to this on a website, please consider subscribing to us for free on iTunes by going to LogicalLoss.com forward slash iTunes. You can contact me via email by sending an email to Dave at LogicalLoss.com or call in your comments toll-free, 888-563-3228. You can sign up for our free newsletter and participate in our forums at our website, which is 
LogicalLoss.com. Our theme music is courtesy of SkinnySongs.com. Thanks again for listening. You know, they say knowledge is power. Knowledge is only power when it's acted upon. You can do this. Live right. Lose weight. Live long. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it thin. I want to try it thin. But-